Hi, this is Nick Tierce, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Wowzers, today is February 23rd. This is the date that I left Chicago. 2000. Remember, I wanted to come out here after the uh, Y2K shenanigans. If that ever was actually a real thing. Um, so, yeah, after, after Y2K... I was like, I'll go out, I'll go out to California after Y2K and after the turn of the new millennium. Um, I, I didn't know if, to, if the year 2000 would become an excuse for people to, you know, go crazy and burn stuff and loot things. Like, I'm getting flashbacks right now of, like, when, uh, the Lakers, or no, not Lakers, the Bulls, when the Bulls would win in Chicago, um, when the Bulls would win, they would tip cars over, set cars on fire. It was like such a strange way to celebrate. You think you only do that stuff when you're angry. But no, this is how they celebrated. So, if that was any indicator as to what could have possibly happened at the turn of the millennium, I wanted to make sure that I gave it a little bit of time to kind of suss out the sitch. And uh, then I felt it was safe enough February 23rd. February 23rd also in uh, Twin Peaks lore. February 23rd is the day that Laura Palmer either died or disappeared. Um, If you see Twin Peaks The Return, which is season three, you'll know what I'm talking about. I'm heading up to the uh, bank right now. I'm going to grab a roll of quarters. The time is now 8.38 bank isn't going to be open. It's only 8.38 a.m.? 8.39 now? What? I woke up early. Okay, while I'm out, what can I do? What can I do? Huh? What am I going to do? I'm out. Oh, there he is. Hey, wonder if that's my raven friend. Hey, hi there. Hey there. Wonder if that's my raven buddy from up on my balcony. There's a raven right there hanging out on the telephone pole. Oh my gosh. You hear that guy? Hello. 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 I wonder if that's the same one. Wow, 
that would be so intriguing. It'd be so intriguing if that was the same raven. Huh. I need to watch, see if maybe this this little fella is gonna follow me back. All right, 8.38, all right. I guess what this means then is that I can have some breakfast. I've been making these delicious smoothies. I get these frozen, I get frozen um, fru- fruits. And I think this has like uh, grape, straws, maybe some uh, mango. But I'll, I'll put a banana. I put this, this, this is what goes into the, what do they call it, magic bullet? So I put one banana in there. I get a big old dollop of um, peanut butter on the, whatchamacallit, on the, uh, on a knife. Put that in there. I fill up um, as much as I can with the, with the frozen fruits. Uh, then I, um, what do we got? Oh, then I put in like just a little bit, a little hint of this uh, vegan creamer, coffee creamer, which tastes like creme brulee, creme brulee, creme brulee, monsieur, creme brulee. Quelle heure est-il? Quelle heure est-il? Il est crème brûlée. Um, put a little that in there. Then I have some coconut milk, if you could call it that. Coconut milk. Pour that in there until it fills, fills to the top. And I blend that baby up, and boy, oh boy, does that taste good. Ooh, so good. So I think I'm going to make... Um, I think I'm going to cook up one of those vegan patties, chicken one. Then I'll cook up some of those frozen vegan, uh, 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 pizza rolls. Then cook those up. Then, uh, holy shit. Uh-oh. Someone dropped their card here. Okay. Wow, that's interesting. So someone dropped their card on the ground. Melanie Smith. Huh. I'm thinking about calling up Wells Fargo to let them know that I have this person's card. I wish there was a way that I could get a hold of this person. Oh, boy. Who knows what direction this person went in. Melanie Smith... This is this is one of my one of my missions before going off to uh, see. We got Yachtly Crew. We're, we got a show tomorrow in Roseville, which is like up near San Francisco. So we're leaving today at like two p.m. from Sailor Hawkins' house out in Simi Valley. We're all we're all piling into the land yacht and um, gonna go on a trip to. Yeah, up to the Roseville area. Then we got that show. And then the day after that, we're heading over to 
the big one. More obey. Possibly for two nights. Possibly. We shall see. But that's possibly two nights. And uh, got some TikTok friends who live up in that area. I'm going to see if I can meet them for the first time and if they can see the band for the first time. Boy, it smells great in here. You know, I, um, this Melanie Smith, got to find out where she lives. She's got to live close by. It's crazy because I, I started just carrying my card, my, 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 just my ID, my, um, driver's license and my, I've just been only carrying my driver's license and my, my debit card. That's what I've been up to lately. And sometimes I've noticed as I'm, as I'm taking my keys out of my pocket, bam, I'll, I'll drop my, my card. And, um, so this might be the only card that this woman, Melanie Smith, has. At what point will she realize that she lost her card? Did she lose it today? Did she lose it yesterday? So, I'm going to put on my sleuthing hat. Figure this out. Eat something. Go back to the... See, because now you can't just simply go up to the grocery store and they won't give you quarters. They're like, oh, there's a quarter shortage. Uh... What? No, there's no way. People are always exchanging change. Quarter shortage, change shortage. They're like, oh, go to the bank. So I go to the bank now, so I gotta get get my quarters at the bank. Wow, Melanie Smith, I'm gonna find you, I'm gonna find you. More updates on Melanie Smith and the ever-elusive debit card later. Later, I'll tell you more about that later. Thanks for listening to Inspirato Projecto. Kurt, it is Maria from Strong Body, Strong Soul. And I just wanted to thank you so very much for agreeing to be a moderator on that gigantic Facebook group for podcasters, Podcast Promotion Community. Those three terms are so essential. It's a group of podcasters that are creating a promotion space and a community so that all of Facebook can see our posts. The whole idea is to get everybody's shows more visibility. And Kurt, I know you are so busy and I appreciate any energy you put over there. I just wanted to give a shout out, a message here to invite your listeners. If anybody is interested in joining, they are welcome. Podcast creators, listeners, so that you can interact with podcasters if you're thinking about starting a podcast or if you just like to listen. Also, interviewees are in there from around the world. It's amazing. Maria is such uh, Maria is such a bright light, and it makes so much sense that she's in charge of that podcasting uh, Facebook group. It's a joy to meet up with other podcasters who are out there doing what inspires them to do what they do. And there's no right or wrong answer in how to make a podcast, just like there's no right or wrong answer in how to uh, make a piece of art. So you got the Jackson Pollocks of the world, and then you got the Salvador Dalis of the world, and then you got the Rembrandts of the world, and so on and so the uh, Andy Warhols of the world, the so on and so forth. So there's no, you know, wrong way to go about doing it. So... 
I would say if you're a podcaster, check out the check out the Facebook group. Meet up with some podcasters. Heck, maybe you'd each like to be guests on each other's shows. That's awesome, since you both like talking. Become friends on there. So, and also, you know what? Check out Maria Humphrey's podcast, Strong Body, Strong Soul. She has a lot of meditations. She's she's like a multimedia master. She's she's everywhere. So, um, yeah, ch- check check her out. I think it'll help you uh, calibrate those high vibrations. Here comes this son, little darling. Here comes that son, little darling. Uh-oh, there goes that son, little darling. There goes that son, a little darling. Oh, look at it. Hey, there he is, there he is. I loves it, I loves it. There he is, look at him, look at him. Look at him. You've really captivated him, Paul. You've really captivated him. I've been hijacked. I've been hijacked. <laughs> I've been hijacked. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so we are here on our way to Roseville during our trip. Only six hours left to go. We thought it was six hours from Simi Valley, but turns out, turns out it's a little bit. A little bit longer. It's a little bit cold. Little bit longer. Little bit cold. It's a little bit colder. Cold, 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 cold. Yep, it's a little bit colder. That's why you guys aren't our opening act. It's a, I know. It's a tittle bit. It's a titillating. It's a tittle bit cold. Wait, did they move They move the van? <laughs> did they move the van over to Burrito Lalo? Yeah, Lalo. Oh, there it is. Lalo Shipper. All right, then I'm going to grab it. I'm going to grab a drink over here. I'm going to grab a drink over here. I will say it's all right. So we just got back from Habit. I just had the uh, vegetable burger. And uh, the other guys went off to this burrito place, which is where they just took the van. However, I'm going back to the gas station where those guys were at so I can uh, get something to drink. So let's just let's see. What do we got? What do we got? Coffee machine, okay. All right, sussing out the sitch. Uh oh, we have turbo mocha. What does that mean? What does that mean, turbo mocha? Oh my god. Should I get a turbo mocha? What do I do in this situation? What do I do? Hmm. You are with me here in the gas station now, so we'll, we'll hear what, what kind of things happen. So, what kind of things happen here? Because I have I have the phone call recorded on my end where I had talked to her and had her home. It's just the date, the time, and everything. 
I just wanted to make cool. sure. Thank you. Take care. Ooh, it's starting to get cold out here. Um, so <clears throat> I might open up my backpack, put on another shirt. See, it's only when we're outside, though, you see. When I'm in the, uh, when I'm inside, it's no big deal. But uh, when I'm outside, it's a little bit cold. It's interesting because usually what I've been noticing lately is that, um, well, this is something I've, I've dealt with for a long time, ever since I was a little kid. It's, there's just a certain way. I mean, it could be a warm day, but if just a certain way that the um, wind cuts across, it could get, get my skin in such a way where um, I just start shivering. Does this happen to you? Does this happen to you? Do you start shivering too? Uncontrollably. Like you're frozen. Like you're frozen. This happens to my dad and I. And um, I can usually feel those chills just like way over there, way over there on the horizon. Like they're just right out there on the outskirts. And if I don't <clears throat> get to a warm blanket, uh, sweatshirt, um, cup of coffee, um, a warm faucet, so to speak, I'm going to be shivering. You know, like when people clack their teeth? They're clacking their teeth because they're co so cold. That's the kind of stuff that we're dealing with. Anyway, more on this later. Today is February 24th. The time is um, 9.04 a.m. We're supposed to meet in the lobby of this Best Western at 10 a.m. I just had what one might consider a continental breakfast. Uh, English muffins, peanut butter and jelly. Hmm. Hmm. What else? Coffee. Yeah. So uh, I'm heading back to the room right now. We're staying in 219. I'm plus 1, 10, 11, 12. That's 13. That's 3. 1 plus 2 is 3. Yes. 3 is 6, 9, baby. So I'm about to do the uh, transformative shifting cube. So I've got a little bit of time here. I can't wait to jumpstart my, my synchronicities. We're out in Roseville. That's where we're playing tonight. And, uh... We stopped at a little... little bar last night. It was just very, um... Fun. Very fun. Okay, I will talk to you later. I've, I'm going to do this uh, exercise, and we'll talk more later. Thanks for following along in Sprouter Projecto. The time is now 11.30 a.m. Polly and I just got done right now. It's uh, Fe February 24th, and we're playing tonight 
at the Goldfields. Goldfields Traders Company or something. So this place that we just went to today, it's called Chubby's. Chubby's. And uh, it's a very Mel's Diner kind of vibe. Like, uh, like um, uh, it has little bits, little hints of Twin Peaks in there. And it was interesting, too, because the way that we sat, we all sat up at the counter at the bar, but the way that it swooped around to the side reminded me of the Nighthawks at the Diner oh, by Edward Hopper. And then, then it reminded me of the parody of that, of the Nighthawks at the Diner, but this time they have, you know, that parody where it's uh, Marilyn Monroe, James Dean, Elvis, and what I didn't realize was up on the wall, sure enough, right up on the wall, were those icons on the wall. Yet that painting was not up there. Is someone playing violin out okay. in the middle of the place? Come here, come here. Okay, I have a theory, because there's a guy... Yeah, there's a dude playing a, a violin. Yes, they do. there's a d dude in Simi Valley that does the same thing. It sounds like he's playing the violin, but if you watch his bowing, his bowing... No. You can tell he's not going through no the speakers. Way. He's not actually playing. No. It's a recording. No, of a dude no. playing the violin. Are you serious? He's not actually playing so the violin. So he's pretending. No. Oh, see? see? Right. Oh my God, you're right. Oh my God. That is so interesting. See, look. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. That's smart, huh? Dude, you pointed that out. He's not actually playing the violin. It's just a recording. Dude. And he's totally faking it. Look at him. Wow. So interesting. <laughs> so wow. Funny. Dude. He's trying to fake so out you, the whole oh world. Oh my gosh. He's a, he's a liar. That's a magic a trick. That's a magic trick right there. Okay, or you can see it as magic for sure. Well, that's like illusion. It it's is like a thief. It is thievery. It's like me standing out with a saxophone, like thievery. playing John Coltrane and going... Yeah. Yeah. My fingers. Right. And you're, and yeah. And actually not blowing any air through the hole. It's just like. Right. Wow. That's interesting. Okay. Wow, dude. So that's crazy. You saw that. Okay. Here comes Matthew McDonald. What is it? I know oh! that guy. I know that guy. I know that guy. Well, we should cross there. Or we could cross over there. We'll cross over there. Where are you going? Are you going to Chubby's? Yeah. Go I heard Chubby's. it was good. It's really good. Yeah. It's delicious. Awesome. Wow. Wow, dude. So that's so interesting that you you came across that revelation out there. And then just now we saw that happening. Oh, my god. Yeah, and Trader Joe's. I don't know why Trader Joe's oh is gosh. a common place for those guys to hang out at. Wow. Maybe it's because they don't have any zoning laws or they won't kick them out oh. or or they're just like they let them be. Um, but yeah, they've got a, a dude in the Simi Valley um, Trader Joe's Wow, that does the same thing. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's so interesting. And, and the first time I saw him, I thought he was actually legit playing. Because I didn't stop Dude. to watch. But, yeah. You know? What's crazy, because now that I think about it, there was a guy in a, tar in a Target parking lot. When I, went, when I was with Jenny with Pebbles, we were out near this... Uh, Pebble Shores! Shout out! Pebble Shores! We were out at this Target, and there was, there was a guy out there doing that. So now, now I'm having flashbacks of it, wondering, huh, I bet you that's, that's what was going on. 
So uh, wow. this Nighthawks night. Yeah, so Hawks it was really diner. cool that they happen to have um, those those three subjects that are in the parody version of Nighthawks of the diner, and then also it felt like that the way that it was curved and everything. But it was a really really delicious French toast. Yeah, the food was good. The service was excellent. The people were super nice. Yes, like home. F- it felt like a like a family restaurant. Yeah. Like the people behind the counter, that the family was running the restaurant. It yeah, felt like, it seemed like they were like a mother and daughter and yeah, grandma. It did seem that way. Running in the, the I don't know if the relative was cooking in the kitchen, but it was very good. It was great for diner food. It was very good. Not too greasy, not overly spiced, but uh, it was nice. I don't know how they must have got. They might, the, the guys, Chaz or whoever looked it up, must have found it through, uh, like, a Yelp review or something. Must mm. have got good reviews. Oh, this is not good. Soiled linens. Uh-oh. In the middle of the road. Uh-oh. You'll never know what you'll find uh, in Roseville, California. Okay. There's more, oh. more clothes just strewn about the, uh, the flowers. Um, it is a flower bed, so yes, they've they've laid the clothes they've on laid the bed. the soiled uh, sheets on a soiled bed. sheets on a flowered bed, a bed of flowers. No, it's, they made our bed for us. We can just take a nap right here. That's it. Someone probably does sleep there. So Goldfield, that's where we're playing tonight. I looked it up. Yes, Goldfield, and uh, Thursday, February twenty fourth, seven o'clock, all ages. Oh, it is all ages. Oh, wow. Oh, like I just got the word. 495 tickets sold tonight. Whoa. Not bad for an out-of-town band. Wow. On a Thursday night. Wow. That's right. Wow. We're here to say we're going to play. Our band is going to slay Uh, on the stage tonight at Goofield. Everybody come. Yeah. Uh. And then tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow's tomorrow. (laughs) Tomorrow Bay. Right, we got the green man going like this. I love, I like that place. It's a siren. Me too. I love that place. I love the vibe out there. Yeah. Although I met people that grew up in Morro or lived in Morro Bay for a while, and they said it wasn't all that peachy. They said it was like boring to live in. Really? Which I can see. Like it's a really small. Town, you know, it's interesting because it always seems to be that way. To do there, it seems to be that way. Like, there's this. So, do you know who Ernest? I think his name is Ernest Nightingale. You yes. Know yeah. Actor or author? Uh, he was an author, but he, he had a series of I guess you call them motivational books. He was talking about the idea of you know thoughts become things. He was he was big in the law of attraction type stuff long ago, and he was talking about the uh, the analogy of the. Uh, I think it was called Fields, Fields of Diamonds or something. And um, it was about this this farmer who had all this land. And he had heard that there was this, like, I don't know, all these, or maybe it was gold or something, fields of gold or something. So this, this farmer decides, oh, he hears about the gold rush in all these places. So he's just constantly trying to chase this gold going out, you know, spending all, the, all this money. You know, going to all these places trying to find this gold, and he ends up dying. And the person who buys his property happens to be walking along this 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 lake that's out on the property, and they start seeing something glistening oh, no. in the water. Well, it turns out that there were 
there was gold on the land that whole time, and the farmer didn't even realize it. Wow. So basically, it's an analogy for looking at what we do have as gold, as something that's valuable, and diving deeper into that and going, look, it's not outside of yourself. You already got it. It's just you have to view the, the, the beauty of that, you know, uh, uniqueness, so to speak. And it's just really interesting when you kind of think about that, when you think about that stuff, because it reminds me of how Morro Bay, it's like when you're yeah. living in a specific area. I remember, you know, growing up out in Chicago, I went to the museums every once in a while, yeah. but now I wish I would have looked at those yeah. museums a lot more. Yeah. I live in Los Angeles, which has all these awesome museums. Well, well yeah. why don't I look at these museums more often? You know, the museums that are, that are so plentiful where we live in Los, where I live in Los Angeles, like tourists come from all over the world yeah. to go check I those think, things out. I think it also has to do with setting aside the time. Because yeah. when you go to those places, it's a destination you've already taken your time off work. You've already like set aside all your normal day-to-day uh, uh, plans. Like you've set aside, you cleared your schedule to do these things. You all you just had to travel there, but you can do the same thing. I guess it's the same premise as a staycation, right? You 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 put aside your normal day-to-day to work. Don't go to work. Take your yeah. time off work, but go explore where you live. Get to know. Yeah, I remember traveling too when I was traveling in Europe, and I stay with a family, and I tell them about all the places I was. You know, it was an exchange program or something. And all the places I went to see, and they'd be like, oh, wow, that's my own backyard. And I never went, to, I haven't been there, or I've never been there since I was a kid. Wow. You know, it's the same thing. Like, I guess wow. it's just saving the time. Or and well, it's the also time like do it. having that grateful attitude and that appreciation, to, you know, to circle this back around tomorrow, Bay. I think what's so neat about it for us is that it's such a novel thing because it's so quiet, because there's nothing going on. It's like, ooh, look at this place. But, you know, yet those who grew up there, they're probably thinking, what the heck is so special about this? There's nothing going on. You know, but you're looking at it going, yeah, that's what's so cool about this place. There's nothing going on. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just calm out here. So it's, it's so interesting. It's kind of it reminds me of that phrase. Was it there? Didn't Bugs Bunny say he's like, it's a nice place to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there? Yes. You know, I think yeah. he's talking about like like a place that was. Was like, that Bugs Bunny really? He's like, it's a nice place to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. <laughs> I think he was talking about like a like a place that was like just filled with snow or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like oh, it's a novel concept. You know, people are like oh, I love the snow. Oh, did you grow up in the snow? No, but I love the snow. Aha. Uh-huh. So to you, it's a novelty. Yeah. You know, to you, I can get it. I get it. <laughs> you know, but like when you grow up out there, it's a different story. But yeah, it's interesting when you think about that, all about the different perspectives and just looking at what you do have and, and moving forward with that. Like I'm thinking more and more about, because um, now Spotify allows certain creators, I, I had the early uh, access to be able to do this and I already did it once. I can I can upload video to Spotify now. So if people are watching it, they, they that video will pop up, but then it also transcribes the audio as a podcast. So I can actually have like what? a little show on Spotify and, you know, I'm, so I'm thinking of like making Inspirato Projecto more, I mean, yes, also a podcast, but a one hour sort of variety show. Here, let me show. show you a, a secret passageway. Yes. Sorry, we're at the hotel now for the radio listeners. Um, that's crazy. So you can... You so can... I'm thinking of making it into like a variety show, but like a... Oh. a uh, the I'm video here, thing. I'm here for the beginning ground level uh, of the, these ideas. 
Yes. I feel privileged. Oh my gosh. To be in on the think tank. So I'm thinking, of, you know, I can I can interview people through Skype or something. Yeah. And I can, you know, divide up the little things and maybe I'll put some 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 cartoon things in there or something or but just to like get that rocking and rolling. Cause you know, that's not something that's really out there right now that I've I've heard too many people utilizing is that that service. And it's like this is like the old west of this right now. It's just like when YouTube first came out and people were like, oh, yeah, it's YouTube. And I want to, you know, but they didn't realize, whoa, no, this is a way of, of this is a way of connecting with all these people. Yeah. But yeah, it's that idea of like, okay, what do I have already? What can I move forward with? Because then I can get all these other guests that I've already had on the show who have friends who might want to be on the show. Maybe some sponsors. And then I get you on there. Maybe I record you playing some stuff. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we will talk more later. Thanks for listening to Inspirato Projecto Acto. So I'm here with Peter Melton. My gosh, I met him during the uh, Harmonic Convergence at the beginning of quarantine, which I think just think was a perfect, like the way that it all happened to coalesce together. So Peter, well, you were just telling me about how it all, all the different things that you were helping organize fit together. So what were those, what were those pieces that you ended up putting together like a big puzzle? Yeah, so there's a program called Unity Earth that had done a series of different events, travel to sacred places and have sacred events. And they were just getting to to feel into the online story about it. Mm. It was more of a of you know go to go places and have sacred ceremonies and whatnot. And so as they were playing with the online stuff, then COVID hit, and then it was like, wow, we really got to do the online thing. Let's do this thing. It was called World Unity Week, which is now coming up to its third year in June. Uh, UnityEarth.com wow. or Unity.Earth, excuse me, and. Um, and so I got involved with that through a friend, and it's like, oh, man, this is beautiful new world, right, of this online symposium, basically. And you have room for everybody and anybody, and so it's just this smorgasbord of who can I bring in, who do I know, what do I know, what do yeah. I want to do? And before I know it, I was helping with the youth program, the climate change program, the film festival, uh, men's, oh men's group, because I had lots of connections. And it's like, well, all it takes is getting somebody on to say yes, do a couple segments or do a bunch do what you want it's an open canvas right and and so part of that was another friend who who uh, knew that the harmonic convergence was happening right in there oh i'm like gosh. well how do we make that tie in with that and and mark sims was running that whole thing and and another buddy of mine was wanting to do and we had just started a thing that says well if everyone's going to be on zoom why aren't we just on zoom 24 7 and that was uh, is the conversation.cc with jamin shively and so i'd work with jamin in the climate world so I brought him into the climate story, and he kind of said, "I think we should do this full-time Zoom thing." And like, well, why don't we? Why don't we start? Right? It was right after so the perfect. The, but the way we started was, hey, we could start with the convergence as our as our launch pad mm. to the twenty four seven idea of a Zoom that you could always go to. And and so Mark and the gang there at uh, at the Harmonic Convergence thought it was a good idea to do this after party. It's like people are all into it for several hours and so hyped in there. Like when you're at a regular event, afterwards you go and you have dinner and you talk for four hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or all night until the thing starts again. And so we launched that idea to do an after party for these events where the everyday citizen watcher could then sit in a Zoom room 
and have a chance to blah. I loved it. Share what they were up to, and that's where I got to meet you in your Yachtly Crew oh shirt. God, and I I'm like, hey, that's a Yachtly Crew. You know those guys? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm freaking playing that band. Yeah. <laughs> And it turns out you knew Phil, and so how do you know Phil? How'd you and guys so meet Phil and I were buddies from another lifetime, uh, 2005, I think it was, in Ashland, Oregon, where we were both drawn to a spiritual hub, if you will, and author Neil Donald Walsh for mm-hmm. a book called Conversations with God was based there, and I had been there for five years working with that program and helping young people explore spirituality in a very open way. And uh, Phil came to town. He was moved by, by the books and by the program. So he started weaving in his way, and and we connected, ended up living. I lived in the house behind him and his oh buddies, God. and we became great buddies uh, in Ashland in 0567, somewhere in that window, and, uh, and just love sharing creativity with each other. I actually remember working with him. Uh, in a in an apartment or a, a roomie out at a guy's a lady's house, and we were strumming on some of his songs from his album, uh, Theory of Love, and um, his first his first album. And I w- I enjoy helping to write stuff, and we were playing with ideas, some of the different songs. So Phil and I were what we called creative buddies. CB, I love it. Creative so buddies, good. and we'd support each other in our creativity. As I was trying to be more of a writer, and he was wanting to be a singer and and song songwriter and etc. And so then Phil comes, come, moves down south to follow his dream, and uh, the Yachtly crew begins. And I got to see you guys, it must be four years ago now, when you played oh in gosh. Canyon something down Ventura Way or something. And, oh, yeah. And been following you guys ever since and keeping in touch with Phil and oh a little gosh. bit with me and you. And, uh, and just like, here's a chance. You're in my neck of the woods. I'm coming. I'm so excited that you were able to make it out here. This is our first time being at the, at the uh, gold field. And so we're just... We're just so excited to be here to play for this whole new audience. And already we sold 550 tickets oh my at this goodness. place we've never even been to before. Oh, because I wondered, how is that in new places where people don't really know? And how much does the, does the message or the vibe of the music transfer to people going, I'm going to pay 20 bucks or whatever it is mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. to come and play? And so I had my own worry, right, as a promoter guy, too. It's like... Are they gonna? Are they gonna fill the? You know, are they gonna have enough people to make this really vibe? Because I see your videos, and when the sold out crowd, I mean, they feed on each other, and it's crazy. Oh my gosh! And I yeah. thought, I sure hope it's gonna be crazy here, because I want to be part of that crazy. Oh, it's so fun! Now you, you're in a you're in a band. You show me a clip of what's yeah. In your I'm helping band. to promote a, a, a band called Nick Danger in the Lava Lounge. Actually, a really fun story. Uh, three of my classmates from the class of '80. We're all 59 or 60 years old. Uh, started getting back together through COVID. Was like, well, I'm gonna play some music. Hey, you want to play some music? And and then they put together a five piece with uh, three guys from '80, one from '79, and one from '78. Wow! Uh, my hometown in Watsonville, California, and formed uh, Nick Danger in the Lava Lounge. And I just thought that was the greatest thing. And I'm like, I want to help you get the word out. And I love so it. So I, I stepped in as a promoter helper guy. And then it's like, you want, you know, there's more you could do, or you want to come to the practice. And before I know it, I'm road manager roadie groupie promoter guy and they've only played a few things but now it's like next thing we know a friend of ours uh, owns a hotel or runs a hotel in monterey and she's like we should have you come out for one of our first friday things and and it's like hey i can book us some events and have some fun with us and 
Oh my so gosh, it would be fantastic. We're having, having some fun, just playing, right? Just playing with some old guys. Play once every couple of months. When you show and, me Secret Agent Man, it's like, oh, I love that yeah. song. It's so just they, so great. It's always been one of my favorites. Ah, it's it stirs up memories because they had a band called the Dwellers when we were in high school. Cool. And, and so a lot of the old high school guys coming back, and it's right around our forty year reunion for our high school. So Whoa. it's just perfectly reminiscing, and it's like, oh, I remember those, and we're yearning for more of those fun Rocky songs, but they're. Uh, They've shifted a little bit, and they do more of the Warren Zevon and John Prine cool. and Americana folk vibe, and I love that too. Oh, but yeah. it's different. It's not, you know, it's not Twist and Shout and, and Beatles and oh, Dancing yeah. and Stones and stuff that we did in high school. But ah, it's beautiful. So wow, I'm, I'm trying to live the rock and roll dream here as a yeah. almost 60 year old guy. Who I love uh, <laughs> it. It's never too old, man. I never mean, too old. Look at Ozzy Osbourne still gets up on stage. And there you go. <laughs> you know, or come or to the party early, stay late, <laughs> see what you can make happen. <laughs> That's right. So is the conversation.cc? Is that still going? Yep, they're still going. Now it doesn't go 24 seven, but uh, Jamin in particular and Marco and a few of the people have really kept it going, and and they do uh, they do a press conference program, and they've done a bunch of work with food and helping to feed the masses is one of the programs they launched and still very serious into how do we save ourselves from this climate catastrophe that appears very real in our world and can we be serious to have serious discussions around what's it going to take and mm. so i know they're working with a harvard uh, professor uh yay tao is his name who has a program called the mirror reflection uh, m-e-e-r where they're gonna their vision is to put a bunch of mirrors up to reflect the sun back right it's like we've wow. got to do everything reflect the sun back and see what we can put in the clouds and try to do some carbon capture and pretty much uh, attempt to do everything we can to to stop the the snowball coming down the hill or at least mm. make it smaller so what how did you first what how did you first get into like the spirituality aspect of things yeah what so, were some of those like keys where you go oh uh, what's that Ooh, what's that thanks i remember in college i went to my first church out i was raised catholic and didn't relate and and in college i had a course that said you gotta go to a church you've never been to and i went to a new thought church a science of mind church uh, that are now called the Centers for Spiritual Living. And it was an open spirituality where they talk about Deepak Chopra and talk about uh, you know, Buddha and Gandhis and Jesuses and, and everything. And, and so I remember going, wow, there's people who think different things. I was pretty naive in my freshman year of college. And it's like, wow, and that opened me up. And then I got involved with personal growth stuff where I started here in the Tony Robbinses of the world mm. and, and older guys than that, uh, Dennis Waitley and and Wayne Dyers and I got fascinated by the potential of what we who we are mm -hmm. and then that led to more spirituality which led to this conversations with God book that I read in 97 that just blew me open that you could actually have a connection with a non-judgmental God who that you could then not just hear you know not just pray to but communicate with and you've been using that method oh yeah and so I've used that method for all these years now since 97 but I also uh, that inspired my writing and I've written some fables to help uh, install that Ooh. vibe I have I'll give you one too did you have you printed yeah, so have, you, have yep. you got any of these like on yep. Amazon is I don't have them on Amazon just this past COVID helped push me over the edge on that too because I've I wrote a bunch 20 years ago and I just didn't you know push it through or dare to put it out that much and COVID got me the courage to say damn it when are you going to do it? If not now, when? Right. Print the, make the revisions you've been waiting 15 years to make. Print the damn book and give some out. And I sold some, but mostly just gifts. Just watch the creativity move. And I wrote a book called Waves of Oneness 
uh, and it's about two waves talking to each other. Cool. And if and because I remember that whole analogy of a drop of water in the ocean kind of thing. But I'm like, well, but if a wave took on human consciousness, mm. then it could think that it's just a wave. <laughs> wink, wink, right? Just like us. Right, Thinking right. we're these individual waves of the cosmic juice, call it what you like. Um, and so these waves talk to each other and have a delightful little experience. Wow. Um, and so that's that's fun. And I also wrote a Christmas fable that I also released this year, um, which is <laughs> which was a young boy's quest, similar to the Conversation with God book, where a 58-year-old man said, what's going on, God? How do I make sense of this? For me, I translated that into a into a teenage boy saying, uh, well, what do I want for Christmas? What I want for Christmas is to understand what's going on with this whole Santa Claus oh, love and God thing. And so the Christmas book is called The Christmas Presents, Santa, God, and Me. Wow. And so what the boy wishes for is to have a conversation with God and Santa at the same time in his room. And he wow. gets his wish. And he has this amazing conversation where he comes to realize, oh, my God, how do these guys tie together? And isn't that odd, the, the synchronicities between the two characters of the Christian white-bearded God? And and uh, it's fascinating. It's uh, incredible. Yeah. Well, you know, you can... You can so uh, if you go to kdp.amazon.com, because I've, I've self-published some things through there, yeah. you can actually, you know, paperback versions, but also just Kindle. Kindles, you know? yeah. So even if you just got it up there, just so, because uh, there's there's one where you can do it where anyone who is, I don't know, if I guess there's a subscription to Kindles or something. So if you're part of that subscription, you know, they, they can read other Kindles. And, yeah. you know, if you had yours out there, yeah, it would amplify the amount of it's people. It's right on that it. list of, okay, here's my next step, right? And I've had the joy now of, printing the waves book and sharing it printing the christmas book and sharing it and then i just did uh, just a digital share of a valentine's fable oh cool. uh, rose and the secret of the valentine angel where that's all about self-love and wow. valentine's as a self-love expression as opposed to a romantic love expression and that's just now i'm just having so much fun sharing these that coming up next i have a easter fable i have a i already have a i already have a halloween video uh that I uh, have had released before, actually way back when Phil and I were together. Oh, that's great. I released the Halloween video, but, uh, and a uh, golf fable to try to make sense of golf, and uh, just a variety of silliness that's moved through that now is 20 years later mostly, it's time to share and time to, for me to say, okay, what do I have to write now? Because all this stuff is literally just some revision of stuff I wrote 20 and 25 years ago. Wow. And but it's great too to think that like, you know, a lot of times I think like artists or writers or something will get caught up in this idea of like, oh, this thing is old, but they don't, they, it's old to them because they're so familiar with it, but it's brand new to someone else who's never even seen it before, exactly. you know? So the, the fact that you were able to look at those as these golden nuggets and go, okay, let's polish these off a little bit let's, and let's and get them out there. And the that they still hold, you know, yeah. I haven't really, I haven't really let that sunk in that, you know, I wrote this as a very young writer guy in 1998 or something, and this is still good. You know, and that whole artist journey of, is this any good or not? And then you get a letter from somebody. I got a letter from Buddy about my Valentine story. He goes, you would not believe how absolutely perfect this was for me at this time in my life. I can't believe that you wrote this 25 years ago. Wow. You know, and I cried, you know, and he cried and I cried. And it was like, I guess it's okay. (laughs) Right? Yeah, yeah. It's touching people that we are more transformative than we think we are. And that's part of the artist's journey is to is to own that for themselves and continue to share and, and build that confidence that, you know, while it's nice to get the feedback, that it's not mandatory, that just sharing it moves it how it needs that to move. That authenticity is really where it's at. You may never you know? know who it touches or where it touches or who they then send it to, who ends up 
whatever shifting you have no their world. idea that's the cool thing and yeah. it's like i always imagine those as like beacons you know to be able to go boop, 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 boop. you know who's hearing the message who's on that frequency and then those who are picking up that frequency are like ah i see you you know it's yeah. like ah hello starseed hello fellow star right. family to know ourselves oh. my, that's my favorite self mantra is i want to know myself beyond my humanity right that and this is where my work is now regarding how do we deal with the climate situation, but how do we deal with this new scientific understandings that we clearly are so much more than just these little waves, right? That we are the whole ocean expressing. We are the cosmos expressing. And can we own that for ourselves? Can I live from that place that doesn't just operate off of Peter's trying to figure life out here one moment at a time and damn it, I got a parking ticket, right? right? right. But, but from that place of just the majesty of who we are, and really own that and and as many and then you get into the cosmic stuff and what what else exists out there in the billions of galaxies and who knows how many dimensions or whatever yeah right? it's like clearly we have we have made ourselves so right solar system centric and earth centric and yeah, human centric and right. now centric we're looking through a peephole out the right. hotel room i know what you right? mean it's like we're waiting for those mysterious scientists to to find whatever they're finding in these limited scoped devices you know it's like they they weren't able to see that tiny until that thing was invented yet that thing always existed right and it's like please when are you gonna sh- yes. when are you gonna see me oh, you, oh good you finally invented the thing see i can yep. see you see me now so it's interesting because like it's like okay there's always like we would never be able to have like thermal vision or or night vision unless that device was created to know that that kind of thing is uh, at, you know, existing. So it's always interesting to me thinking like, okay, what's lying outside of what our human perspectives are able to see right now. And then allowing for that, allowing, you know, space and room for that to kind of work through us. Oh, it's just amazing. Cause then you're like, okay, let me get out of the way. What do you want to say about this? You know? And it's like, <laughs> and then you're on the ride with it. Right. Right. And it feels so good because then you're just channeling it. I'm sure just like with these fables, yeah. you just basically it just, just moves through and it just went through. This, this is me. I don't even know. This is me. But then I had the same thing. I have to own that. That's me too. Right, mm-hmm. the magic that moves through, and the song that I wrote me, or whatever the book that it just wrote through me, and it's like that's still me. That's mm-hmm. that, and the magic was me too. That, and my my latest line, I'm I'm the magic of the universe, cleverly disguised as Peter. I love to that. help me own that. I love that. Right? I'm not Peter. I'm 14 billion years of this tiny little known universe. Yeah, swirling, swirling, mixing, do 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 Everything it took to get to right here, right now. Yeah. Talking to Kurt on the sidewalk at Roseville in front of Goldfield about to listen to Yachtly Crew is this cosmic movement just urging into its next moment, and yes. I am the universe going, whoa! Yeah, I, yeah. I got eyes and hands and this perspective, and I can sense that perspective, and there goes that guy, and oh my God, trees and butterfly and. And that that we are the we are the cosmos looking checking itself out and going wow oh yeah <laughs> and just the fact that this interaction is happening is to me the exact same thing as winning the lottery the exact mm. same thing as it being the sperm that makes it to the egg you know it's the exact same thing because as you were saying a whole series of decisions had to be made along the way which were it, let, let me just say it had to be you know if I look back on all those decisions that were made that led me here it was always because I followed my heart because I followed my intuition and look at this beautiful 
gift, the beautiful payoff that happens. Because you're like, oh, okay, let's just go this way. My heart is telling me go this way. And all of a sudden, all those decisions that were made, they all had to line up in just a particular way in order for this to happen now. What if I decide not to go to the harmonic convergence online? What if you decide not to help out with it? What if you're like, oh, gosh, this is just way too much. There's no way I could do, put this all together. What if you never followed your heart and you never would have met Phil? And what if Phil never joined the band? What if I never joined? I mean, so yeah. many little things, you know? That's it. Almost time for rehearsal there. Is yeah, the, I think they're starting to get the... the, the this Pauly Shores. I, I met Peter. I yeah. You met Peter. I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. We chatted. I was in earlier. Dude, I love it. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so you guys know each other I met other him how? through the harmonic convergence. When I, oh, when, during no the, way. Yeah, during quarantine. He had a Yachtly Crew shirt on, and I'm like, hey, what's that? Yacht? What are you doing with that Yachtly Crew shirt wow. on? He's like, I'm in the band. I'm like, my buddy Phil's the singer. Yes. He's like, yeah, no shit. way. Wow. Beautiful synchronicity That's right here. That's so crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. I didn't realize that was the connection. That was a connection with Kurt and then the yeah. connection with Phil oh my was God. a whole different thing. But yeah. You know, you're always geeking out with the synchronicities and all mm. the stuff. that. Yes. <laughs> Where was that held? Where was that harmonic? It was online. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was okay. online during the quarantine. During the quarantine. Yeah. End of, end of June. And the experiment worked. Uh, it worked. There were tons of examples of people saying that they so actually saw people. UFOs where they're at. And that was the interesting thing. I think it was March or whatever. I think it was March. The, the, it turns out that March was the month um, in the reports by MUFON. They said in March it was the most UFO sightings they had seen all year. And it's like, aha, that's because we were all putting out the intention all throughout that whole week from the morning until night, 11 a.m., 11 p.m., all day long, high vibrations. Wonderful conversations. There were these Zoom calls. Actually, conversation.cc. How? What? What? What's the schedule on that like? You know, I I have been away from it a little bit now, but I think they're they're there almost every day. Wow, for some that's chunk great. of time. A guy from the East Coast and a guy from the West Coast, and and they're they're still playing it. So the conversation.cc and, uh, and be involved in trying to untangle the the mysteries that we uh, created for ourselves and, and it's phenomenal because it's all on zoom so people who are like-minded people you know people who probably like oh my friends and family think i'm crazy because i've had these extraterrestrial dreams right. but these people i feel safe in and sharing this with because yeah. now all of a sudden that's going to spark an idea in this person's brain yeah it was just really cool it was it, yeah. it's just such a great you know totally a convergence of all these different people you got yeah. clairvoyance in there you got people who can remote, you know, remote view. I met this woman named Deidre who can quantum jump, reality transurfing. She knows by uh, Vadim Zeland. She knows how to do that. I mean, it's 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 like, whoa! This is the super team right here. It was a fun <laughs> it was great. Awesome. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you came out, man. Oh man, this is this is beautiful for me. Yeah. So what what are some places that people can find you, Peter, online? What are what are you know if well, there's my, anything my little, that you want uh, people to look? Yeah, so I have a website towards. that I need to update badly, but it's petermelton.com, M-E-L-T-O-N. That's really the that's the place I'm at uh, where we can access fables? my stuff, and my fables are on there, and uh, work I've done in climate change, and work I've done being silly around the world, and uh, <laughs> seeing what kind of what kind of stuff I can get into, and spirituality, and unity, and peace, and and uh, Burger King commercials from 1986. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what you'll find on my website. I, I Peter Melton, the intergalactic clown. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the cosmic jester. <laughs> the cosmic jester. Oh, my and God. Philly D. There he is. Look at this guy. Projecto. Hey. I love it. I love it. Oh, Good to see you, bro. Oh, man. How you been? 
Wait, Wait. before we forget, we need to have a pick. Kurt, get in Let's here. get it. Let's get the pick. Pick it up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Talk to the Walshes. The Walsh kids. I keep in touch with Nick a little bit. Yeah. And uh, was it a year during COVID? I was up there and we played cards one night. Nice. And all of them at uh, we at just saw Harrison's house. Like, yeah. So, that was great. So we we need to do yep. a sound check, guys. Yes. I came out to call him in, Thank and you. then we'll grab some. Uh, yes. So you, man. Inspirato, what do you want for Christmas? Any technology like the Raspberry Pi 400 that's in a keyboard case? Or do you want the handheld Super Mario Brothers game? Uh, or do you want any of the mini arcade games that are out these days? I've been playing Pac-Man and Galaga on my mini arcade. And I've got some dreams of 80s arcades. And uh, I'm excited for the anniversary of Nintendo Super Mario Brothers. So I've been playing some old games on my Nintendo, like Legend of Zelda and Castlevania. What are your favorites? Man behind the machine, oh my gosh, that sounds so much fun. I, uh... I love video games, and I just know what is up. My brother and sister Look are at here. This. Who's here? Celebrity hey, sighting. Hi. Wait, hold on. I just learned you gotta you gotta hug this way. That's where the heart is. Yes, because oh, then you're matching. Heart is right there, baby. Right there. Oh, heart to heart. Oh yeah. I should know that. that. I work for the heart airline. Yes. So. It? See, now you know. And as they say in GI Joe, knowing's half the battle, right? That's right. Oh shoot, did I leave my jacket in the van? I think I did. So we didn't interrupt your sleep or anything, did we? You no, I was podcasting. Call. Are you still on the phone? Yeah, I'm off it now. Oh, you are? Yeah. But I am recording you guys. So you're going to see our show tonight or what? Mm-hmm. You're making a podcast <laughs> right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That story yeah. never stops. Of course. I'm going to get my jacket. I'm yeah, like, we brought friends this time. Yeah. You did? Who'd you, how many people did you bring? Uh, well, well, we tried, we tried like bringing a lot. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Really? You're going to bring like a whole... Like, how many did you bring? We ended up with two. We, bring, we brought our, our <laughs> two friends. See, it's about those are the people I was quantity. telling you about the anchor chest. Oh, yeah? I was telling you about it. Oh, oh, yeah. You was talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. These are, yeah, friends from when we were little kids, so... Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so you get to reminisce together. Yeah. About oh, yeah. ye olden days. Yeah. Well, we and do. Scream real loud and sing real loud. Oh, so. my God. That's so good. I brought, it. I brought my hat. <laughs> I'm not wearing it right now. It's a sailor hat. I'm ready to go. So we're yeah, going to go do a walkabout. Walk. Oh, Where do you good. think we should go? Do you want to go, like, drink or walk the city or... Do you have any plans? I mean, no, we zero, have zero plans. We're going to see a cool band tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's get a beer or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, the only place I know is the bar. Uh, but if you don't want to spend out, spend money over there, we could like, walk about. Do you know any other places? No, no, not really. Because last time you guys ate at a place when you were out yeah, here, Yeah, right? it's down all the way to the ocean, though. Mm. Everything's so close. But we can it also, was a cool just, little place. I just want to keep it, it cool open. Like, if you don't want to spend all night at the same place... It was like a little wine bar place. I don't care. Let's go to Siren. It's the closest. All right. Siren it is. Sound the siren. My wallet. So we're going to head over there. All right. See you, radio people. Yes. (laughs) Bye, radio people. Thank you guys for stopping by. 
Yeah, to be get, to, like Thanks unexpected guests on the show. Sure invite us in Jenny. on the podcast. Kurt, and, Tony, uh, Jenny, we had breakfast together last time. Yeah. I, you're basically I, I like his book, you've been adopted. So. I know, yeah, we have your book. Wonderful people. <laughs> we, we have your book. Yes, you do. I That's saw the great right photos. Yeah. Oh yes. my god, you guys! I'm yes. so excited that you got that book. Have you been doodling it? Have you been doodling it? I just saw. It. I was just at my mom's house. It's still on her desk. Like, oh my god! There's only like two books on her desk. Oh my god! Yeah, because yeah, I saw your right next one on um, Instagram or something. Oh yeah, there's one called Magical Magnet, but that's just that's all lines. That's just like for dire, you know, like dreams and diaries and epiphanies and stuff like that. This is blank pages with lines? I made one... Yes, yes, yes. yes. Adult, adult, yeah, I think a couple. But then I made one called Sleepwalking Through an Obstacle Course, which is 380 pages, I think. But it's 160 images. It's only AI. But it's like the biggest size I could find. It's like 8.5 by 11. Your mind must be a magical place. I'm just like, it goes, I go, okay, I guess we go this way now. It's so true. That's such and a big it's analogy. just a big surprise. I'm like, wait, that. Hold on a second. I didn't overanalyze that one bit. I was it's just like, okay, what do you, you want to do? <laughs> no, Inspirato Projecto. Sorry. There's a it's theme right. song. You want to hear it? Ready? Three, two, one. Inspirato Projecto. Yes. <laughs> I tried to harmonize. It was like nice. medium. Yeah. Well, it's better when there's three parts. <laughs> yeah. The beginning of a yeah. commercial. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That was actually more in harmony than we've done. That's in the past. right. That's it's right. Usually like yeah. half steps. Yeah, because then someone from over there will like hear it and then they'll step in and they'll start. Pressure. Yeah, yeah. Nail it. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes someone like over there will see hear it and then they'll come over there and be like, "Inspirat." Uh-huh. You know, they're trying to like get up there and the other guys are like, "Inspirat." So it's so funny. It's so great. Awesome. We're still recording. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is this is for the future. This these are archives. Yeah, you're gonna have to do some editing on that. For sure. You do. I've heard your podcast. It's perfect. You do some good editing. You guys are perfect with what you've done. You played your characters well. It's true. You're perfect at playing your characters. Let's be honest. I get invited on a lot of podcasts, so you do. Oh, that's He's great. A pilot for Southwest. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. We talk a lot about flying. And oh, that's good. That Seeing the world from thoughts. above. How many corkscrews have you done? Oh um, only a few in the 737, Ooh, but that's cool. What? But your your passengers must have <laughs> crazy. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> we just call us a little bit of turbulence in at Southwest. Yeah. You know, we do it a little differently there. Uh, I have. I've done a little bit. Do you have to send a waiver but now that you a... mentioned you work at Southwest <laughs> and you're a pilot for them? You but you know, we no. could pretend he has an alias, and then it's just um, it a. They didn't send my name. Okay, you're That's right. always the fun thing about the George audio Stafford. is that everybody can just be like an, a, an, a Bob Jones, as if they're just a character. Bob Jones works yes. for Southwest. Bob Jones. <laughs> yeah. Blame it on Bob Jones. That's right. We We're gonna go with the siren. Around. You want to come? Maybe I. I still have to finish up my my last little piece of what I was saying. Okay. But this is a good. I love what fire, you guys did. So Thank you. <laughs> Adding little, fuel to uh, the fire. Yeah. A little transition. Adding solder to the fodder. Yeah. <laughs> I do, I do, all the time. I'm like Humpty Dumpty, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make a mess, please. That's right, that's right. I can't put you back together again, like last time. That's right. Well, I have help this time, so. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think you're the one that gets broken. Yeah, right? You're the one who gets broken. The yoke. He carries the yoke. Luckily, no blood has spilled, Mm -mm. so. I think I'm getting uh, somebody was commenting last night when I stood on the bar I was like uh, uh, what somebody was holding my ankle so that to hold they thought that was gonna hold me steady like 
to keep me from tripping. Right. But like actually, a, you know, like, like when a you patron, lose, like a person, no, somebody from our crew. Oh. But 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 you know how like if you feel like you're gonna get your lost your balance and you need to move you need yeah you need yeah. to readjust your step but I yeah. tell you, at the end of the show i kind of like i think i was not too but nice they had to you locked in but i said hey don't ever grab my ankle again because it made me want to like even more catch me if i fall yeah so i'll catch myself but just like be there as a trampoline to catch me if mm-hmm, i fall mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm a little more reticent about when I stand on I'm places, pretty sure they did not want to be a trampoline. That I was the issue. I think I have. <laughs> I, I think I have. I'd rather do this than get yeah. fallen on. Yeah. But it's going to happen more if he grabs my ankle. I feel like I have PTSD. It's okay. funny, though. If you examine photos where, like, people take pictures of him up on, on the, 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 the up on the tables and everything, you'll see, like, people so concentrated in, like, holding the table together, like, while they're looking well, up at him, like... Okay. They're holding the table. They're like holding things still. They're like, oh, you know, moving glasses out of the way. It's so cool. That only happens it's like the whole at those team rushes older in. jazz clubs. Like we played at the coach house, and and it, that club's been there since what, 1930, 40, mm. or something like oh, that. Oh, they were saying the table was a while. The, yeah, the tables are the, the legs fold up. So oh. the first time we played there, I yeah. I just ran. I didn't tell the staff, but I just I, I like randomly would stand on any table, and oh. they they told me because we played there two nights, and they said after the first night they're like. You can't do that. These are the only tables you can go on because oh, I didn't realize. Well, luckily, that's good. luckily, the first I, I saw out of the corner of my eye, they were like rushing, like you said, to the table to yeah. hold it, and I didn't realize it was. So fortunately, <laughs> nobody got hurt. Oh. But they were like, "This one's connected to the wall. This one's connected to the wall." And but yeah, those videos. That's you good have, that they gave you those pointers. Yeah, I don't want to. Because I saw a very serious, like a very like someone was very concentrated. They're really holding the table together while he was up there. It was great. It reminded me of like when you see what was that World War Two or something that like that thing where they're like moving the flag up. You know, it was like one of those things. Very serious. Yeah, dude. They're all like, let's get that flag it's up. Ground. Totally it was. Ground. It was sacred ground. It's totally not the same thing. They just don't want to be sued. It and they know like how it. much of an idiot I am. I'll just yeah, like, they're probably a worker. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh shit. Yeah. I own this place. Yeah. We don't want a lawsuit on our hands or the the ambulance to come. That's not a good look. Like when we played at the gas lamp in Long Beach, and the the, the fire department came and shut it down because it was oh. it was over capacity. Oh yeah, oh, really? Yeah. yeah, that was not a good look on them. Yeah. Oh. They're just trying to pack people in. You know, it wasn't our fault. The owner and was somebody the one to be in, in the middle of the show. Yeah, some I don't know yeah. if it was an audience oh, member. Or like it went for an hour, and then and then they said, "Okay, we got to shut it down." down. Yeah, they're like, okay, they you're shut so it too down because the the owner sold like oversold and kept uh, letting people in even though it was to to capacity. And I, where was this at? In Long Beach at the gas lamp. Oh yeah, gas lamp. Oh. And I'm not sure if it was a neighborhood person, a neighbor, or a patron mm. that called it that was uncomfortable. Or the club down the street. Get proper. <laughs> oh right, right. <laughs> That's unfair. Shut those guys down. Yeah, yeah. That money. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Can we bring in the water? Do you exactly. guys want some water or anything? We got a bottle nah. of water. We'll get it. Well, I have some in my room, actually. I brought my bottle of water. Let's get hydrated at the bar. All right, let's go. All right, thanks for having us. Get hydrated, podcast. fuzzballs. Get hydrated. Right. <laughs> Bye, take care. Thanks for being an unexpected guest on the podcast. Did you see we almost got a view of the rock? Go on the uh, podcast. I will be staring at it. I see yeah, it. Share that on the podcast. I will, I will. I'll share hey, that I'm visual. I'm be back here, just so you know, in like 40 minutes. I love it. That sounds I'm perfect. I love it. Okay, bye, you guys. That was great. So, man behind the machine, um, I, you know, I'm a little, 
reluctant to get video games these days um, just because I love playing them so much. Now, Emily Morganti does send me games to review for the podcast. And um, I am, and I, and I, I give myself just, a, you know, like a strict, like, okay, one hour. I set the, t- set the timer so I don't get crazy. Because, um, you know, you're playing in these worlds and you're like, you're in the world, you're having fun. Um, one called Sam and Max Beyond Space and Time. And uh, so that's the one I'm working on now. And once I finish that, then I'll be doing a review of that. Um, that's a PC game. Um, but I haven't gotten any, like, new, new stuff besides that, just because, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about just going down, deep down that rabbit hole, especially those big worlds like, uh, Grand Theft Auto or Skyrim, stuff like that, where you're going, whoa, I, I just want to live in this place. I can only imagine what that's like when you do VR. That's another reason why I haven't gotten a VR headset yet, because I'm just way too tempted to get it and, uh, and go into those worlds. I mean, they're beautiful. I remember playing Ocarina of Time by, you brought up Zelda. Um, I remember, I loved Zelda growing up. Um, and, you know, the Game Boy version, too. Um, Oc- there was Ocarina of Time and the Mask of Majora, I think. These were like uh, Nintendo 64 games, and oh, I loved them. Exploring that, exploring that land, just so good. But in terms of um, things that I want, I don't. You know, it's so funny. I don't really don't want stuff. I really don't want stuff. I guess you know, food, food, way to pay for the bills. Uh, want? What do I want? Uh, making stuff. I want to be making stuff all the time. I get restless if I'm not making things, if I'm not creating. So if I'm not creating, then I'm reading something. If I'm not reading something, then I'm writing something. If I'm not writing something, I'm on maybe TikTok making a video. If I'm not on there, then I'm recording the podcast. If I'm not on the podcast, then I'm returning emails. If I'm not returning emails, that I'm playing the guitar or the keyboard. If I'm not doing that, then I'm just, I gotta make stuff. That's all there is to it. These are my little babies. They're like, please, please, please. And you hear the little knocks, little, please, please, please. So hopefully that explains it. Hopefully that explains it. And thank you for calling in, man behind the machine. Uh, you know, this goes for any of you folks. Um, if you're listening and you want to be included in, in, in the show, please, you can call the hotline, 561-203-9179. You can call the hotline. I'll feature it on here. Uh, or if you have Anchor, leave leave me a message, and I'll put it up here for you, just like Man Behind the Machine did and Maria did. So anyway, back to the shoe. This is Steve Peters, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto. It's a face palm, a face palm, a balm of calm, like a napalm bomb. It's a face palm, a face palm, crumbly malm of loamy alms. And how soon do you think you to, to do it again? It's a face palm, a face palm, K 
here it come Alms playing Brahms and prom And how soon do you think you're to do it again? Have the horns from Guam Qualms the cable comes the Grom Rom Diatoms Glom in their moms It's a face palm, a face palm The book of psalms and rhymes and rums And how soon do you think you'll do it again?